0: Welcome, everyone, to episode number three of The Slow Report, as always, with Victor Omar Perez-Sanchez from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, living in the beautiful city of New York. And again, everyone, thank you very much for listening to episode three. In this instance, we're going to be going over the uh, round two, again, of the Super League American Rugby, the main professional rugby union competition down in South America, which Well, put a lot of things into perspective from round one. If you remember, I was quite excited for the progress of many of the teams, but round two came along again a couple of days after uh, round one happened. And, well, unfortunately, either uh, some of the players were already running out of gas from round one to round two, or, again, uh, other teams just wanted to show up, and they did. So in that case, let's not waste any time and let's get right started. So, first of all, we had the first match, which was Havares 15, the Argentino franchise against Olympia Lions from uh, Paraguay. Uh, this match um quest was quite evident. In, in fact, is obviously showing that they're indeed at the top cat in this competition, and certainly worthy of their championship title from the 2021 season uh beating in this case um uh, the other big tiger uh, well, excuse me the other big t- cat lions by 49 to 22 with three a really cool tries by uh Wayne martin bogado uh, in this case the the match started a bit evenly really between the two teams uh, and especially for the fact that it was 35 to 22 at one point in the game, but all of a sudden it went to 49 to 22. Uh, so the Lions were causing defensive problems um, to Hawaiians mostly on the second half. The first half was pretty much theirs in, in a couple of points. Um, although you got some uh, scores uh, from uh, from guys uh, like uh, Matias Suaz Sauce, excuse me, the. Uh, the number eight and also from uh, this guy um, iglesias um, uh, as well and that was in uh, minute 30 uh, specifically uh, but again uh, from there on of course it was uh, corrado iglesias uh, the hooker to be more precise uh, and then one try later on minute 56 by ignacio Inchauspé, chauspe the, the scrum half but it was really Hawaii's whole day uh, afterwards. Uh, unfortunately, guys could not, uh, Lions specifically, unfortunately could not rebound. Um, uh, and mind you, they score early in, in the third quarter of the game, as I mentioned, again in minute 56. But again, Hawaii's were able to uh, hold out. And unfortunately, Olympia could not score any points from there on. Uh, so with that, Juarez goes, goes to the top of the table with him competition points for both uh, matches, um, the one with Cafeteros Pro and this one um, with bonus wings. Uh, unfortunately, Lions uh, does not take anything with them, and it just has to be, uh, obviously, for the next match uh, against Peñarol in round three. So that's, um, again, a short, sweet, and to the point. Uh, again, how this came and definitely conquer. And um, like I said, besides those three tries from Bogado, we also have tries by Heronimo uh, Prigentelli, the number fifteen. Uh, also by uh, Ruiz uh, at uh, minute ten, uh, Ruiz the, um, the number eight has Santiago Ruiz. And honor from Bautista Bernasconi, one of the, the props uh, at um, uh, minute seventy-five. Oh, and also Heronimo Gomez Bara. Uh, I'm much sure to mention him, uh, who also uh, played at number six. Uh, I believe I mentioned this before. Pocomez Bar is actually of Paraguayan ancestry. Unfortunately, he decided to play uh, for the um, Argentinian team, unlike I believe two of his brothers that decided to play for Paraguay. But it is what it is. Okay. Uh, for th- also, uh, let me see. Yes, we actually got two yellow cards in the game one from Percentelli and one to Gandini from Olympia. In any case, moving from that we have um probably the um the saddest match of the again of the of the round which was Peñarol against Cafeteros Pro Peñarol from Uruguay Cafeteros from, from Colombia so if you remember uh, the last episode um, number 2 uh, I was um praising Cafeteros quite highly even though they lost uh, against Hawales, but at least they put twenty-two points. But in this instance, they put nothing. In fact, the game ended at forty-four to zero score, uh, which was quite something. So Peñarol <laughs> goes obviously with the full five points, and Cafeteros goes with nothing. Now, despite this, despite the score line, the early play was very even because the only points that were a score... It specifically was an 18-minute penalty kick by Federico Favaro, the winger. And and after that, it was like 3-0. But then tw- 14 minutes later, it was 20-0 because there were tries by Guillermo Pujadas, hooker, and Andres Villaseca, the, the center, and obviously put the Hawaiians at a very good, good position. From there on... Um the Colombian side unfortunately was quite frustrated, obviously. Uh, they also um allowed ten, and I do mean ten first half penalties. Uh, and that didn't help. also on top of that, a yellow card um for um this guy, Javier Cor- uh, Corbalán, at minute thirty, and then another one by Sanchez at minute um sixty-one. So obviously uh, Javier Joaquin Sanchez to be more precise. So things, unfortunately, definitely did not uh, work out in their uh, favor. Um, now, uh, coming the third quarter of the game, they sort of held out, uh, held form somewhat. Um, unfortunately, again, the that second yellow car uh, got things going <laughs> a downward spiral for, for them. Uh, you got Felipe Arcos Perez that ran in his first of two second half tries to stay in the lead. Uh, for um, Peñarol, um, speak, and speaking of which, besides him, you've got well, Pujadas and, and Belaseca I mentioned, but also you have one by uh, F- facenini at minute 74, and one, and one by Nicolas You're pretty much at the end at minute 80. Speaking of which, uh, Federico Favaro, 3 for 3 in conversions, and then one from 3 by uh, Felipe Cheveri. In this case, uh, Falado had two from four uh, penalties. So it was a little better in, in conversions than penalties. And again, can't say much, unfortunately, from Cafeteros. No, again, there was no scoring, unfortunately, from them. And just have to, obviously, uh, wait out um, for the following game. They're going to be playing against um, Cobras, which, of course, is the team that's the closest to them in level, uh, while Pañero plays against Olympus And that should be a, a good matchup. Something that I do hope to see Olympia hopefully win, like they get against Segnum. And speaking of which, Segnam um, played against, well, the only other team that was left, um, Cobras Brazil 15. Segnam, of course, being um, the home team in this instance, they were playing um, at home uh, in Chile. So for this one, we had uh, Segnam's first win, winning for 46-10. to 10. Against the, the Brazilian side, and I'm sure the players were quite happy of that result, especially after what happened um, with Olympia when again when they won <clears throat> the loss by two points by twenty two to twenty. So this um a, a matchup in this instance, um Zegnen, well, uh, started hot in, in this instance, um, uh, specifically um and really nice dry. Uh, by Tomas uh, Dusalante in minute seven. He actually put two tries, one at minute seven, one at minute 40. You got then tries by Escobar Fernandez, um, Socarino, which is a Hawaiian kid that's now playing fly half for them, and Domingo Saavedra at minute 74. Uh, from there on, we got four of five conversions that were uh, scored by Francisco Guros, uh, two by Matias Karifulic, which, there you go. They didn't know he was a kicker, um, and Uros had two from two in penalties, um, especially, and by the way, speaking of which, one yellow card, to Matias Cari on minute 76. From Cobras, um, there was a try by um, the number, I believe it's number eight, I think, or number seven, no, number seven, uh, Artur Bergo, the captain, uh, and then uh, one uh, conversion by Santa uh, Santa Marina, and one penalty kick by Lucas Tranquez at minute uh, 11. And then we had um, uh, four yellow cards, actually. Ramirez, Paganini, De Souza, and Clever Diaz at minute 70. So, obviously, when you're playing with 14 players for most of the game, I mean, it's obviously going to be uh, very challenging, uh, unfortunately. And, they were sounding, and obviously, by, by the squire I just told you, again, they were definitely soundly beaten. I mean, not a forty-four-zero. Like Alfredo's guy, but still, and 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 it seems to me that the 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 problem that Cobras has is that uh, they cannot get out of, of 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 gear one. They sort of stay there, and and not only do they, they they don't get out of gear. Um, instead of keeping possession on the ball, there's a lot of uh, 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 unnecessary kicking that's not really. Uh, Again, they that doesn't really have a lot of tactic, uh, so they just kick obviously to make it uh, harder for the uh, uh, the opposing team to come at them. But unfortunately, their defense does not hold out that well for them to actually be able to gain, regain possession of the ball and actually score. So most of the scoring that they get, for the most part, is actually lucky. From time to time, obviously, you get some scoring like, for example, the one that um, that was called again. Virgo where it's them actually pushing uh, the the oppositions uh, on the 20 on the 22 meter pos- opposition line to actually score but for the most part it's usually high balls running around uh, breaking uh, again break line or line break excuse me and go right, going ahead and scoring but um but yeah like, uh, again Cobras and the Brazilian team as a whole unfortunately again that still has um, that problem again we're not. Again, in defense, they're not that well putting attack either. So, again, it really depends on how good the opposition is in that day for them to actually look good, at least that's in my personal uh, opinion. But I do hope, obviously, that Cobras um, can actually come up and, and be better, definitely. They, again, they have great players, but unfortunately, again, things don't go out of their way, so... Again, it's, it's just what it is. Uh, but in any case, with that said, Segnam um, is going to be again, and the next game for them is going to be against Hawares. Um, and Cobras again is going to be playing against Cafeteros, as I mentioned before. And just to again go over those matches uh, the first match for round three, which moves from Valparaiso to Santiago, the capital of Chile. Um, We have, again, Segnam versus Juarez, which will be the first game of the match. Then we're going to have uh, Cobras against Cafeteros, and this is going to be already in Asunción in the Eros de Curupaiti Stadium in in the uh, Paraguayan capital. And then we have uh, the other match, which is going to be in the same location um, for Olympia Peñarol. Now, this is actually going to be the first time where we're going to have one match per day, so we're going to have the Segnum Hawaii's match uh, on the 25th, which is going, to, which in this instance is going to be on a Friday. Then we're going to have the Cobras Cafeteros on the 26th, which is a Saturday, and then the last one on the 27th, which is a Sunday. Obviously, the Olympia against Peñarol, which is actually quite interesting, having one match um, uh, per day, and like I said. Uh, there's only going to be that one match in Santiago and then the other two, again, in Asuncion. So it's going to be really nice and easy. And then, of course, after that, um, from round four onwards, uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be in Ciudad del Este, uh, in the northern part of Paraguay, until everything moves from, from round six onwards uh, to the Estadio Charrua in Montevideo all the way until the final uh, on May the 28th. So we still have, obviously a long way to go. Uh, so, yeah, everyone, with that said, um again, nice and simple and to the point, we have gotten to the end, again, of this epi- episode three of the SLA report. Uh, I had to catch a glimpse of the matches here and there. Unfortunately, my live stream, if you know, from episode um, two, unfortunately, wasn't working as much as it was the other day. So it's kind of annoying. And then, of course, the fact that you have... um um, Six Nations going on at the same time, um, ESPN Extra, uh, uh, well, Argentina, I guess, or South America, was a bit busy. So, most of the matches actually were only broadcast uh, on Star Plus. Once so again, Star Plus is Disney Plus Latin America, just with a different code of paper. It's literally the same thing. So, unfortunately, those matches were uh, not uh, available for us outside of the region. And unfortunately, no one has been able to upload full matches uh, on YouTube or any other places that I've been able to find. But, if, of course, if you know something, definitely do uh, let me know what's going on. And, of course, you know, we can find, uh, do, do so through the Earful the Dirt um, social media accounts at you for the Dirt uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, you can find us like that uh, via the fa- Facebook page as well. But yeah, but that's that. Okay, everyone, so in that case, like I said, we're going to be uh, going over round three. And once again, it's going to be played for the 25th, 26th, 27th of March. So you're going to hear from me, so, uh, of course, the f- following week. Hopefully, uh, either hopefully, uh, Monday or Tuesday, more than likely on Tuesday. So in that case, of course, stay tuned. So once again, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Once again, this was Victor. And again, we'll be talking to each other uh, next time for round three of the Superliga Americana, the rugby. Uh, hopefully, seeing a good match from Olympia finally beating Hawales. Uh, Cafeteros hopefully doing a little better. I'm sorry. Uh, I should say, um, Hecatnam beating Hawales. I should say, and then of course Cafeteros hopefully beating Cobras, and we'll see obviously how Olympia does against Peña Rol and especially playing at home, which is should be quite nice. So thanks again, everyone and I will see you next time a lot of rugby coming up